I'm matchmaker Maria, the founder of Agape Match. For over a decade, I've combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, I answer your dating and relationship questions and interview experts to give you the tools to find or keep the love of your life. This is Ask a Matchmaker. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. I'm your host, Matchmaker Maria. This week is a hotline episode, which means we take your questions and we answer them on the pod. If you want to ask a question, all you have to do is visit the show notes, click the link. It's all easy breezy from there. This week's guest is Matchmaker Louis Felix again, because we love having you here. Welcome back to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. Hi, Maria. So great to be back here in New York. I'm so happy to have you here. Okay, so we're going to go straight into it. Yep. In the news the last few weeks, um, Bumble announced. Now, I haven't read the whole article. I was going to read it to you because I wanted to see your initial response to this. But Bumble has said that they are going to ban users if they ghost people. That was the title. What? Wait. How? I assume someone on the app ghost someone. We could talk about that definition for a second. And then from there, I suppose the app reads your complaint and then I guess maybe they block a member from using it. That's a, that doesn't make any sense at all. So most of these apps, their goal is to make as much money as possible, to right. keep users on there as much as possible. So they're going to remove they're going to remove users? So I can just say that you ghosted me even if you didn't and you're going to be kicked out? Well, maybe you did ghost. Do you think that warrants you getting kicked off the app? But what warrants ghosting? Like, that's so random. What if I travel for two? What if I'm in Greece for, for a month because I'm working and, yeah. you know, we do the retreat every year, which you should register for. But <laughs> aside from that, like, what if I didn't get back to the States for a month and then I'm like, oh, so sorry, I was traveling and I forgot to tell you. But when I it log on to the app, I'm banned. It doesn't have to even be that serious. What if you went on a first date with someone on Monday and you just decide not to open up the next the app the next day because you oh said, "Oh my god, oh, hold Bumble. on, hold on, let me just finish what I'm saying." Okay, let's say you went on a really great first date on Monday okay. and you're like, "Okay, I don't want to log back onto the app because I want them to ask me out again. I don't want them to think I wasn't interested in them." That's a thing that people do. They check when you're on to see, oh, maybe he doesn't like me. Maybe he's just still swiping profiles, which is totally valid, but also like, oh my god. And you are living a single life where you're like, okay, I went on a first date. I'm not going to open up the app today and I'll open it tomorrow. But in meanwhile, before that first date happened on Monday, that weekend, you were talking to people and then, you know, it's kind of like in purgatory. Look, I believe that time is flat online. Okay. So to my reaction, I have, I have two things. And then I'll read to you what they're talking so, about. So number one, Bumble, are you so bored that you have nothing better to do? than to think of like ways to get yourself in the media. Like, like this is stupid. It's a good PR strategy. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's, but it's, it's dumb, right? And number two, we are now going to be in the midst of, and you heard it here first, block culture. So men are gonna say, screw this, I'm just gonna block every woman because we're trying oh. to be nice. You know, like we don't wanna like say, oh, I don't like you or, you know, stop. So sometimes we just, we use ghosting as a way to like ease our way out, right? You know, you got to like ease your way away. What, what do you think ghosting is? Well, you just stop communicating with someone. That's See, it. I don't think that's ghosting. Okay. I think. Okay. So first of all, we should clarify that Bumble as an app 
you have to like women have to message first, but you also right. have like a time limit. It's not like hinge or Tinder. Like you have 24 hours and otherwise the match, it disappears. Right. Right. So I don't consider ghosting that part. I like for me, ghosting is I had a relationship with you. We went on a few dates and then you just off, you know, you disappeared off the face of the planet and I have no way of getting closure from what just happened. If someone doesn't, con this is again, my definition yeah. of ghosting. If someone doesn't contact you before you've even been on a date or between a first date and second date, just never responds to you. I'm not saying it's nice. I'm saying it's not ghosting because the yeah. point of dating is like to find out if you want to go on a second date and you might decide like, I don't want a second date with this yeah. person, but do I, I have to like, do I owe them like a whole song and dance to tell them I don't want a second date? I do, I do these calls every day, these assessment calls, these dating strategy yeah. calls. And the biggest complaint I hear is that they can't even get to the date. Women can't even get to the date. Right. And I hear the term ghosting every day from these women like, man, we went back and forth for two weeks and then he just stopped communicating. But you shouldn't be going or back even and forth a week. Of course, that's my advice. Fine. It's like, oh, stop. You know, and I'll always quote you. Matchmaker Maria is going to say messaging or texting is not dating. Right. So stop messaging. So like then I give them a strategy. 72 right? hours. The moment you match right. with someone, you have 72 hours to go on a date with them. And if you can't go on a date in the next 72 hours, you shouldn't even be even swiping. Right. Like you're not available to date. Lock your calendar Agreed. for dates. <laughs> However, ghosting happens on the apps all day, every day. All right. Let me tell without you what they meeting, said. Without actually going on a date with them. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here's what they said. <sighs> ghosting will now be taken seriously on the popular dating app Bumble. In late August, the app banned the behavior as part of its bullying and abuse policy. According to its site, members are not allowed to show up to an in-person meetup despite clear plans agreed by both parties. While some definitions of ghosting include not responding to messages, this one only applies to in-person hand hangouts. It's still okay, according to the app, to stop talking to someone without explaining yourself. The company also does not consider oh. behavior to be ghosting if you notify your date that you aren't showing up, even if it's last minute, or explain why you weren't able to attend. It confirmed with Insider. They said a, be they said a behavior will only qualify as a ghost if no contact prior to or after the date, after the date, has been made by the reported party to explain the behavior. So there's two parts here, right? They're considering bad behavior dating if you don't notify the party prior to the date happening that you're not coming, but also after the date if you don't reply to them. How, 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 is, this, how is this even monitored? You would, so, okay. So we so, go on a date... We you have the would, best, hold on. I want to answer your question. You would report an account to Bumble for ghosting and a member of the support team will review it and decide if that person needs a warning or a ban. But but they're going to call me? Hey, did you not call her after your date? It's an app. We'll probably send you a message. Okay. And I say, sure, we went out. Okay. It's, is it oh, yeah. he said, she said? Like, yeah, yeah. What the heck? Who has the upper hand here? Open table. Open <laughs> table. <laughs> did they show up to the reservation? Okay, but let's say we did. You and I went on a date. Okay. You had the, and we hear this all the time, time of your life, the date of your life. Mm. We closed the restaurant down. Oh, yeah, I've heard those. And then two, three days goes by and you're like, oh, I thought we had an amazing date. He hasn't called me. Should I message him? What should I do? So then you contact Bumble and you file a ghosting against me because I didn't feel the same way you did on that first date, even though you thought I did. Mm. And I just you moved just on. Just want to sleep with you, Luke. Yeah, I'm dating somebody else on Bumble, right? Oh. Right? Or yeah, whatever it is. How do they know that I ghosted you? So you're going to report me. I'm going to get contacted via email, or maybe they're going to pick up the phone and say, hey, did you ghost Maria? 
And I'm going to say, oh, no, I told her I wasn't interested. Or and, I just didn't respond. And then they're going to go back to you. Date. Do they have nothing better than to spend four days going back and forth with he said, she said? Like, Maria, he said that he did tell you that he wasn't interested. No, he didn't say that to me. He never responded. I have proof here. What's the proof? That I never responded to your message. Hey, I had a great time when we're going out again. And then there's nothing from me. No one's going to do all this. But that's I my think point. this like, is just a Bumble PR strategy that they're combating okay. ghosting and maybe even just saying, maybe even just having this out in the rumorville, it will combat poor dating behavior. Or it's going to weaponize make, dating. It's going to make everyone not want to use Bumble. Like it's stupid. <laughs> it's dumb. I don't know if it's going to make anyone not use the app. Why would you use Bumble when you can be reported for ghosting when you didn't even ghost? It's like, did you see that TikTok? So there was a TikTok late that I just saw. Mm. There was this woman that said that somebody tried to kidnap her baby, that this couple was following her through the store. And then they tried to like, um, she called the police mm. and the police came. She filed a police report and it was this huge thing. And she was on, on uh, TikTok. Oh my God, somebody tried to kidnap my baby. Uh, you know, whatever. And was this a white woman? Yes. It she she like was a, okay. Woman. So okay. regardless, right. you're going to get hate comments for this one now. But I'm anyway. white. I'm allowed to talk about white people. You're Greek. That's not really white. But you know anyway. What? You know what? Just parentheses for a second. I've heard about this thing about like white people don't wash their feet. This is the only time I've said, you know what? Maybe I'm not white because um, my parents like literally, I mean, I wash my kids' feet every night because I don't want their dirty shit in my sheets. But the soap falls, but this? the soap falls in the water below. You're and, whiter than I am. And don't your feet get washed that way? No. That's like your back. How do you wash your back? Uh, I have a thing I got from this woman who lives in Africa. <laughs> These nets. <laughs> I bought it off TikTok. <laughs> I want to know how many people wash their back. Because doesn't the soap just I like run I always wash back? my back. Especially, I, I can't reach back there. I never, oh, like. Oh, bitch, get a loofah with a stick. Wow. Okay. Do you not wash your feet? Anyway, we're not talking about this right now. No, I wash my feet, but sometimes I don't get the bottom every time. You know, sometimes I'm like, eh, it's being washed. just want to say that Louis Mexican. Oh, American. God. Now, that is racist. I just thought that was a white person thing. You're going to edit that out anyway. So no, he's not. <laughs> my point. So anyway, my point is this woman accused this couple yeah. and actually went to a sketch artist and sketched Stop them. Stop it. What, like she, she went to that extreme. A what, man and a woman were sketched. What? Okay. I did she like? Okay, it was a white couple. I assume. no, they were Mexican. They were a no. Latino couple. Okay, and she accused them. And here's the worst part. That makes no sense. They were by the really way. in the store when she was in the a store. A Mexican couple would never kidnap a white baby because then you would know. Oh, look, a white baby with a Mexican couple. But they were really in the store when she was. In the store. She literally picked two people in the store that she were should have checking like, out. Depicted like a meth couple. A couple so that looks like men. The police did a White police couple. report, and then the second she said the keywords, they reached for my stroller to try to take my baby. The second they reached for the stroller, it's officially a kidnapping case. Okay. If they hadn't reached for the stroller, then maybe it wouldn't be. There was just two people following her through the store, and she got yeah. scared. She was maybe paranoid, as you'd put it, white lady. Um so they, this whole big investigation happened is all over the media. Like everyone's like, oh my God, find this couple that tried to kidnap the kid. They found the couple. And the police were like, okay, well, you're being accused of this. And they were going to be prosecuted. And were they just moving the cart to get to the no. ice cream or something? So they actually followed the video in the store. And that, that couple was checking out at the same time she was checking out. She was minding her own business. They were minding their own business. They were nowhere near the stroller. Nothing ever happened. 
it was just a way to get more followers, a way to get more likes, a way to get like oh. views on TikTok. It was all made up. She shit. got arrested. They took her she to jail. Arrested. They went. Good. She it's went. Like she got arrested. And she's in jail. So. And now this baby has no mother. But, yeah, but she's doing it to try to get you know. My point is, you can accuse someone of anything. And now Bumble's gonna go through this whole thing. Like this, like single person. How must that Mexican couple feel, that Latino couple that they got accused of doing something they didn't do? That's how I'm going to feel when a woman's like, you ghosted me on Bumble. And I'm going to be like, what? What are you talking about? I'm dating Sheila now. Like, who are you? (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) Who are you? Yeah. Uh, Let's take some questions. Okay. Hi, this is Joan. I live in Westchester County, New York, and I've been widowed eight years. I'm 66 years old, and I'm finally ready to start dating again. I need help. Where does someone like me start? Um, Please give me some help. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so happy you're the guest on right now for this question. I mean, right off the bat, it's very simple. Do not hire a matchmaker, Joan. You're 66. Yeah. Um, I would venture to guess that that is probably in the range of the lowest, statistically, the lowest success rate for women. Yeah. It's really hard. No matter what you do. It's really hard to take on female that age group. But there's a lot of options. Now, here's the good news, Joan. You can do this. I believe that you can meet someone on your own. I really do. And I'm super excited and hopeful for this next chapter of your life. And um, you sound really amazing. You sound great. You sound like you've healed and you've finally got to the point where you're really ready to get back on that horse, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I would love to schedule a dating strategy call with you because I think that will help you tremendously. Um, what that means is I will go over the different options that you have when it comes to online dating sites or apps. I'll also go over a strategy to help you figure out how to potentially meet somebody organically, maybe on your own, which could be really healthy for you. Um, but more importantly, I think it'll help you to talk about this much more in detail with somebody who does this every day. Right. Um, but the three things that she could do right now, in my opinion, is one, find your 40 year old coworker that you think looks really stylish and ask her to go on a shopping trip with you. Um, let's start there, right? Go to your hairdresser. I want you to feel, I want you to look, excuse me. I want you to look the way you feel. And then with that, I want you then to schedule a photo shoot. So those are the first two things you need to do. Schedule that photo shoot. And then the third thing you're going to do is you're going to download an app. Um, I think be, I think when I talk to someone over 60 who's a woman, I will say download Match.com over Hinge um, or any other app that might be leaning yeah. more senior. Yeah. And um, and start 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 there. That's like the easiest thing we could do right now. And then another thing that I would do is hit up Eventbrite. There is a lot of, there are events 
and you said you live in Westchester County. So there are events that happen in Connecticut. There are events that happen in New York. There are galas that are posted. So you'll see that there are more high-end events that take place that do cater to people over 50. And I want you to get that fancy dress out and go to one of these events. Like start to open up our social circle that have more people over 55. So we can start meeting yeah. great people. And Joan, a lot of this can sound a little bit overwhelming because sometimes you need to learn how to walk before you can run. Right. Joan, I really think that you need to learn how to crawl before you can walk. So you're kind of like at a very you know beginning phase again. I don't know how long you were married, um, but that tells me that's how long it's been since you've dated plus eight years. So that's a long time. I mean, when and she dated, they didn't even have computers. Well, we don't know like, that. We don't know if she was married for two years. And, you know, so like, you know, that's why I don't know right. if it's been like 30 I'm, I'm years assumptions here. since you've been, if you've been single for uh, married for 30 years and, you know, now 38 years, maybe, but I don't know. But yeah. uh, again, that's why I'd like to talk to you because I mean, because, there were computers, yeah. there's no dating apps, there's no dating sites, excuse me. Um, but yeah, but the computers weighed like 300 pounds. Um, <laughs> 35 years ago. I know because I was there. Um, anyway, so, um, that's why I really think like a dating strategy call would be really great because I think um, I would love to hold your hand kind of through the the be beginning yeah. stages of all of this. Yeah. Um, and, and it can yeah. be overwhelming and that's okay that it's overwhelming because this is like a transition in life. Yeah. You know? All right. Let's go to our next question. Yeah. Hi, Maria. My name is Stephanie and I'm a 44-year-old divorced mom living in South Florida. Um, my question to you is, um, do you have any tips to help with dating when you're extremely shy and have social anxiety? Um, I've been dating for a few years now after my divorce. I've tried dating apps. I haven't been all that successful on them recently. So I wanted to start putting myself out there more um, and try to meet people in real life. But being shy and having social anxiety, I, I, I struggle with putting myself out there. So I was wondering if you had some tips um, on how to get over that. I, uh, I appreciate all the work that you do to help everyone. And um, thank you. This is a good, this is such a great question. I already have like a gazillion answers mm -hmm. in my head. But one of the things that I'm thinking about is the thing that you're constantly talking my ear off about, which is like, don't date me. So right. can you talk about that? Because I think she, I appreciate that she's introverted. I right. appreciate that she has social anxiety. I appreciate that she's shy. But I think it's yeah. a necessary dating mindset right. shift. Right. I have this belief, right? And it's stop dating and start meeting. And I know a lot of people are going to hear that and they're going to say, well, it's the same thing. You know, dating is meeting. You're meeting somebody when you date. But there's, it's not. It's, there's, there is a mind, mindset shift. So when you're dating you're showing up to that date with expectations. You're showing up to that date like, could this be my boyfriend? Could this be my husband? Could I see myself having kids with him? Can I bring this person home to my family? Will my friends like this person? I can go on and on, right? And people always right. say like, oh, I don't think like that. Yeah, you do. You do, everybody. Oh but God. you know, it's guess what? I'm, we're not, I'm not picking on you. It's just human nature. Yeah, yeah. Human nature is to think that way, right? Because right. you're on a date. Why else would, why wouldn't you think about that stuff? However, if you change your mindset to, I'm just going to go meet somebody new, okay, then I need you to just start meeting and stop dating, right? So you're just going to meet for the sake of meeting. Do I like this person? Do we have similar sense of humor? You know, did was it fun? Yes. And that's it. 
that's all you're doing when you when you meet someone new. So maybe maybe for somebody who's a little more introverted or maybe a little socially, you know, not not as outgoing as someone like Maria, right? Um, who will cuss you out on the first date if you do something wrong. I'm just kidding. That's not um, true. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> totally true. So, um, but yeah, I, I would just I would say maybe just change your mindset, and that could take away a lot of the anxiety and the stress that may be affiliated with the thought of quote unquote dating, right? Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to say, and I actually talked about this on the Tamron Hill show that we appeared on together. Mm. I don't know how long ago that was. It's been a while now, but you mm -hmm. should look it up and watch it if you haven't. Anyway. TamronHillShow.com for, <laughs> for your channel and time. Um, I think women especially sometimes forget that instead of focusing on thinking about how to meet a man when I go out, yeah. focus on how to meet women. So. I'm a big fan of women approaching married women. Yeah. Because so look for women with wedding rings because right. married women have husbands and husbands have single friends. And married women know their husbands single friends. Yeah. So like if you're at a grocery store and you're just you see somebody getting some fruit and she's got a wedding ring on, it's so easy for a woman. It happens all day long. Oh my God, I love your shoes. I love your dress. I love yeah. your glasses. I love your hair, right? This happens. It's just such a natural thing. You literally did it yesterday, walking past a woman, walking her dog. I mean, she was wearing like a Milwaukee Bucks shirt. Am I yeah, and you're like, oh my God, That's I love like your shirt. my DNA. But you know, but you said, I love your shirt. That's yeah. my point. So you can walk up to a woman and say, oh, I love your wedding ring. It's so beautiful. Right. Can I ask you how you met your husband? Oh, I love that. Right. And it's so easy to do and it's non-threatening and it does, you're not, it's not like I'm asking you to approach a man so if anyone ever asks you to go up to men at a grocery store or to try to approach men That's at weird. a bar don't do at it Home Depot. i never ever recommend that you do that right and definitely don't go on like a hike on your first date in the forest by yourself with a stranger so that's Unless a different topic murdered I yeah mean, exactly right day, yeah. um my point is you can easily just say love your wedding ring it's so beautiful can i ask you how you met your husband guess what She's going to tell you how she met her husband. That would make such a good podcast, right? by the way. And then once she tells you how she met her husband, it's very simple. All you're going to say is, he sounds amazing. Congratulations. I'm single. I live in the area. And I'm kind of tired of the online dating sites and the apps. So I thought maybe if I ask a married woman how she met her husband, it might give me an idea on how to meet someone. I love that. And she's going to say, oh, yeah, well, try this. Try." This. She might give you some advice. But then you're going to say... Well, if your husband has any single friends, let me know. And you would be surprised how many times a woman is going to say, you know what? He does. His brother, he's an orthopedic surgeon and he's single. He would love you. Right. You know? So I want to tackle the social anxiety thing because I think what you just said, this tip is like incredible. And I think she should do that, right? I think it's really hard for someone who suffers from social anxiety or is shy to do that to a random stranger at at the grocery store. Right. But what I would say is that if you are someone who is shy, I need you to get environments that are unshy. And the only environments that I can think of that make you unshy is an environment that you do a repeat attendance to. Hmm. So what I would want this particular um, caller to do is find a weekly of thing that she can do. A, a sh a, you know, I, I, I understand that you have children. I know it's really hard. On the Wednesdays that your husband has the kids, you are now signing up for some weekly class. And that weekly class is not your Zumba class where you're out of breath right. and not talking to people. It's going to be um, a tequila tasting class. It's going to be a cooking class. It's going to be <laughs> an adventurous eaters around my city class. Like yeah. do things 
that require do yeah. do a volleyball, intramural volleyball, co-ed volleyball, something that makes you go out every yeah. single week where you're seeing the same set of people, the same 12 people, because now you're creating 12 new social networks right. of people that can help you meet someone special. It's yeah, it's good advice. Um, sometimes those settings, though, I will say you're so preoccupied doing whatever it is that you're doing, you always make making friend. pasta, you know, yeah. yeah, you do. And then maybe you go out afterward mm. and have coffee with like three or four women, whatever. I like the idea of like going to um, meetup.com and join a woman's walking group. Oh, I love that. Because walking, all you can do is talk while you walk. Yeah. So you have like an hour of like walking three miles and you're just talking and meeting new people. And it's, just, you know, maybe new one or two new women every week, but it's kind of the same women every yeah, week. Yeah, but maybe those women now start inviting you to barbecues. Like I'll tell you yeah, something. Exactly. I set yeah. up, so my husband tells me who his single friends are. And man, when I found out about one of them, I was like, I was like a hawk. I was like, okay, <laughs> who can I introduce him to? Like I was going through my list. Yeah. And I decided uh, on Easter Sunday that he was, he, I invited him to Easter. This man yeah. is not Greek. Oh God. And I was like, he's going to meet my girlfriend. I'm not going to say their name because I want to respect their privacy. And I kind of told them like when they were there, I didn't tell them ahead of time. I wanted them to be like natural. So, you know, I turned to him and I said, one of my friends is coming. I would like for you to talk to her. I didn't say I'm going to set you up. I just said, I'd like right. for you to talk to her. And then when she came, I was like, are you available? To, are you ready to date? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay, one of my husband's coworkers. So we're making sure she understands that this person's not my friend. I mean, he's my friend now, but you know, at the time it's like my husband's coworker. I was like, he is coming and I think he's really cute. And I think you guys would really get on. So just keep that in mind. And when he came, she's like, is that him? And I was like, yeah, she goes, he is cute. I'm like, I know. <sighs> Hello. Right. Anyway, they did not talk the entire time, but they were kind of like in the periphery the whole day right. until the very last 30 minutes. Right. And then they were kind of talking and then they, they went their separate, you know, they went home. Right. But before they went home, the guy asked me like, can I have her number? I'd like to go out with her. And I called her, I texted her. I was like, can I give him your number? She goes, yeah. And they went out and they've been dating ever since. Wow. Like their parents me, it's like a whole thing now. Right. Wow. They have their Brady bunch cause she's got kids and he's got kids. And now all the kids hang out together. Six kids, by the way, between them. Wow. Right. And what happened here is the situation where essentially I knew this woman, she's not related to me. I know her from church, mm. right? Because our kids go are in the same grade. Right. And we're like walking buddies. Like you can replace walking with church buddies. Right. And I was, and then I've met my husband's single friend, the, you know, he has very few single friends, but here's the one and he's cute and he wants to date and he listens to the podcast apparently. And he watch he's, he follows me on Instagram. So he's done all the tips, you know, he knew he did the 12 date rule with her. Like, wow. you know, we got it here, you know? And so I was like, all right, I got you. And that's what I'm saying. Like have your walking buddies. Now you've got a, now your new walking buddy or no, your new cooking class right. buddy. She is going to like start hawking around like, okay, who do we got? Let's go. Right. And that's what you have to do. Yeah. It's great. All right. Let's take our last question for this episode. But did you warn them about the pig? Uh, we're Greek. We, we, it was a, a lamb. Oh, it was a lamb. Okay, lamb I thought it was spit. a pig. Okay, yeah. So it was a lamb. lamb on the spit. I did not warn, um, my girlfriend, Katie, who came mm. and she brought her parents who are from North Carolina. And, um, let me tell you, man, when those parents came, cause she's been to my wedding in Greece, she knows what to expect with her parents. I think this was the first time with Greek wow. people. And so they come into the backyard and they see this lamb on a spit. I know. Well, at least if they were vegetarians, they had the lamb. Yes. But you know, I don't, yeah. come on. That was a Greek joke. I know. No, it was a my big fat Greek wedding joke, but wow. you know, I don't, I don't, you can't be vegetarian coming to my house on Easter. Just don't come. Can't handle that. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go to our last question. Okay. 
Hi, Matchmaker Maria. It's Elizabeth, and I'm from San Jose, California, and I'm 33 years old. And my question for you is, at what point is it okay for the woman to ask a man out? Um, oh, I got this. Is there no set rules, removing the double standard, not not always just wait for them to ask me out first? Um, I guess there's always that fear at the beginning. If the woman asks the guy out first, it's coming on too strong, too quickly, um, or not. Maybe it's just all in my head. Um, I asked this because I met a guy at a conference and he, we hung out together a lot with our coworkers and we did have, you know, a, a meal together just on our own, but seemed very friendly, but had a lot of in common and just wondering if it's all right, if I ask him out first or do I just wait, sit back and wait, if he's interested, he'll ask me out, um, for the first day at least. Um, and if not, that's my answer. So, uh, just like to get your thoughts on that. You oh got my God. I know you got so this. many things. So many things. Run through Where it. Where do I Let's start? First of go. all, if you're on a date with somebody and you're having a good time, set up your second date on your first date. Thank you. Women need to start doing this. Change your <sighs> mindset. Okay. And don't make it obvious that you're still like, don't say like, oh, I'd like to go out with you again. Would you no, like to go out with me it. again? I know what you're going to do. So let's do it. But first of all, you need to like, so are you going to ask me out? Yeah. I'm going to do the trick that you taught me. But there has to be something that you know that I love. I, I Okay. Got it. Okay. Fine. All right, so yeah, on the date. so you we're know, when I was time. a kid, I used to play karate. I used to, you know, take karate classes, and you know, uh, right. I liked racing cars. Yada yada yada. Okay. okay, there's a there's we're having a great time. Yeah, there's yeah. like a thing. Did you know that the restaurant down the street has cooking classes every Thursday? Really? What kind of cooking classes? Like I don't know. I think next week is like Italian. Do you really? like Italian? I mean, who doesn't like Italian? Should I sign us up for next Thursday so we can go together? Um, next Thursday. Yeah, I mean, that's maybe like, what do they is it like a fee? What time is it? Do you know anything about it? No, I can find out and I'll text you tomorrow with more information. So I would like you to be even more aggressive. Oh, wow. really? So I'll be you now. Did okay. you know that there's a cooking class next next door at the restaurant down the street? Hold on. Let me I'm going to look it up. Oh, shit. You're so aggressive. I'm going to grab my phone. I'm going to actually look it up. Okay. Okay. I'm on the date. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever made homemade pasta? I've never made homemade pasta. So that's like on my bucket list. Really? Yeah. It's really? Like, yeah. <laughs> they have a homemade pasta making class. It's 25 bucks and it's next Thursday at 7 p.m. Let's take a let's take a homemade pasta making class. Oh my god, that sounds really great. Oh my god. Let's 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 I'm gonna challenge you to see who makes the better homemade pasta since we're gonna be in the class together. I mean, I'm like a quarter Italian. Okay, well then you're you're going down. You are going down. I'm gonna Deal. make it. I'm, yeah, shake yeah. hands. Fine, shake. We need a kiss happen. on this. Oh, you would not. No, be I would that not do that. I would not do that. But I just want to see your face. But that was so good. Yeah. So that's that how so you do good. it. Grab your phone and just start. Oh my god, let me look it up. And it can. You can do the same thing on every date, and you can make it look like it's the first. It's the first time you've ever done this. So if you're having a good first date, just set up your second date without making it obvious that you're setting up your second date. And my advice is to always find something that you know they love. So if they're talking about cars and you know they love, they have three tickets because they drive too fast. Challenge them to a race car race in one of those indoor racing track places. Mm. You know, if he talks about golf, challenge him to mini golf. Like there's so many things you can do. Challenge him to bowling. Challenge him to a game of ping pong. You know. Yeah. Challenge him to a game of darts. I love to make games up too, like truth or dare darts. 
Truth right? or Dare That's Dog. That's the best game to play on a first date. So if they say, oh, let's go have a drink. All right, well, I challenge you to a game of Truth or Dare Darts. Truth or Dare Darts, just make it up. Like every time you hit, you know, the red around the middle, uh-huh. um, it's a, a dare question. Ooh. And every time you hit the green, it's a truth question. Oh, and then, and then, yeah, so but, or even sexual, or like you can ask questions that are taboo that you can never ask on a first date. Mm-hmm. And you can say that. But if you hit Where the green, all 6th? questions are, are, you know, you can ask any question you like and you can't get upset. So if I ask you how many sexual partners you have, you can't get mad at me. So that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm not going to answer it, but. Well, then don't play the game. Oh, stop what it. What do you have to hide? I a don't care. A thousand men. I've seen a thousand dicks. That's the only. That's appro- fantastic. That's you know what I love about that? that You're going to know how like. to treat my dick then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I love that's that. Great. Yeah. Well, don't get was... so offended or upset by these things. Like, who cares? You're just getting to know someone. You're just meeting. You're not dating. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Full circle. Just meeting. I love that. It's not a big deal. Well, this was a wonderful episode. Yeah. I am so happy to have you back on. It's always amazing being here. Now I have to fly to New York for it. So it's always, it's even better. <laughs> I used to have to Zoom before. I, I know. I'm bored at home. Well, if you want to follow Louie on Instagram, you can look him at Louis Felix. And I'm going to include the link in the show notes. I'm also going to include the link if you want to schedule a chat with him. You know, if you want to work with me, you actually have to talk to Louie first. That's how it works. So you can do a dating assessment call, a dating strategy call with him, or an info call. There's all these calls you could have. And, of course, you can always hire us as your matchmakers or your coaches. Or Or come to Greece with us because I think think when this episode comes out, registration is open. Mm. So come to Greece with us. We have so much fun on our retreats. Yeah. Or I might refer you to a matchmaker that's a better fit for you. So there's always that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as I always say, be lovable, but more importantly, be likable. See you next week. 